0: Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Buddy FM eighty nine point three. It is now time for Market View here on Drive Time. I'm Elliot Danker, together with Tratien Tian. Quite a few things to talk about, including U.S. retail sales and some uh, nervous news for fans of Samsung devices. But first, a quick recap of how we started the day.
1: Right, Elliot. So Singapore shares started the day and the week higher, despite Wall Street stocks retreating. Uh, the Straits Times Index was up zero point three percent to three thousand three hundred and eleven points in early trade. Some 35 million securities changed hands in the broader market then. Now, off to the closing numbers, the benchmark STI closed up 0.5%. We're looking at 3,319 points. In terms of value turnover, that's 803 million Sing dollars. Gainers outnumbered, losers 306 versus 261. Top advances for today Jardin, Cycle and Carriage, New Incorporation USD, and GMH USD. Top decliners, UOI, Shangri. Hong Kong Dollars and Street Trunk Agro. Now in terms of companies to watch, we have Capo Corporation because it announced that AssetCo, which is the entity majority owned by external investors after the uh, legal completion of Capo offshore marine with Semco Marine, uh, that company is actively engaging clients on potential contracts for its legacy rigs. In the meantime, from the drop in US retail sales to the latest corporate earnings from the banking sector, also the possibility of Microsoft's being replacing Google as the default search engine. On Samsung Devices, international headlines continue to be in focus for today. So let's break down these developments with David Kuo, co-founder of The Smart Investor. David, welcome to the show.
2: And welcome back, Tian Tian. Haven't heard you for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, Mr. Kuo, let's start with the Singapore stock market. As usual, how did the SDI fare today and any surprises when it comes to the biggest movers?
2: Well, uh, the SDI was relatively quiet for most of the day. And then it Hmm. wasn't really until the last hour of trading that suddenly, you know, the SDI uh, climbed. And when you have a look at some of the big winners and uh, losers for the day, it's pretty much of a mixed bag. I mean, we have some uh, oil companies up there at the top We also have uh, Comfort Grow, which is up there at the top. And we also have some banks, but not all the banks did well. I mean, DBS Mm -hmm. did well, and then ULB and OCBC were down at the bottom of the the table. But in general, I would say it was pretty eclectic, and that is actually quite healthy because it means that investors out there are buying different stocks for different reasons, Mm -hmm. and that is a sign of a healthy market. Uh, If everybody buys the same stock, and I would say, you know, it was relatively unhealthy. Mm. So I'm quite pleased with today's performance, then Jen.
0: All right. Uh, David, zooming in on some of the companies to watch, uh, Keppel Corp announced that Asset Co is actively engaging clients on potential contracts for its legacy rigs. Uh, tell us how significant this is for Keppel Corp in terms of its revenue. And, of course, how is the offshore rig market looking like at the moment?
2: Okay, that's a really interesting question, Elliot. And I think we have to remember that, uh, AssetCo is not uh, actively managed by Keppel Corporation. Mm-hmm. I mean, they spun off AssetCo and AssetCo contains uh, many of the legacy rigs that previously used to be with Keppel Corp. because Keppel essentially wants to be an asset-like business. So what it did was it took all of those rigs it pushed them to one side, then it lent AssetCo some money on mm-hmm. which it will be paying interest. And so... Uh, whilst I say it's got nothing to do with Capital uh, Kepp, Corp, it does have something to do with Capital Corp because uh, it needs the money, uh, so it needs uh, asset Co to perform well in order to continue to pay the interest on the loans that it has extended and on that point I would say uh, it's looking quite encouraging uh, as we all know, oil prices are up at the moment, so therefore there is a lot of interest in uh, things like rigs and uh, that kind of interest, infrastructure, and so uh, how is it going to affect Keppel Corp? Uh, probably not too much in terms of revenue, but what it could actually mean is that Asco could redeem some of those uh, loans uh, that were extended to it. And in other words, it could redeem those preference shares. It could redeem those um, outstanding notes. And that would put cash into the pockets of Keppel Corp. So uh, very healthy, mm-hmm. I think, for the oil and gas sector. Probably not so much for motorists, because if we have a look at oil prices, I mean, they're sort of climbing back up. Uh, over 80 dollars
1: a barrel towards 90 now right so let's take a look at what's happening in the u.s mr Kuo. quite a lot of things going on there we have the u.s retail sales dropping one percent in march from february which was a double from what was forecast i understand uh, but at the same time you have fed governor christopher waller pushing back hopes that the fed will ease its tightening campaign soon at the same time bank earnings so far from jp morgan Citibank, they look good what is your assessment of the U.S. economy right now?
2: It's all about interest rates, and it looks pretty much as though those interest rates are working. Yet, yet. Mm. What it really means is that uh, by the Fed uh, hiking its uh, Fed fund rate, uh, it is putting pressure on consumers and uh, making it more difficult to go, to go out and sort of spend money simply because they will have less money. I mean, if you have a mortgage, then you mm. will have to um, uh, service that, that, that particular loan. If you have credit cards, you're going to have to pay more uh, outstanding. Uh, interest on the debt that you've accrued accrued on those cards. So it looks as though the the Fed is on the right path. It is working. uh, But is it done yet? I think the answer is probably not. Mm -hmm. If you have a look at the interest rates over in in the U.S., uh, the Fed fund rate is at 5%. The inflation is at 5%. And so uh, while some people may say uh, we're at the end, uh, you effectively want the Fed fund rate to be higher than the inflation rate. In order to keep a lid on inflation so i think maybe there'll be another rate hike in may and then maybe another one later on in the year so i think we still have uh, two more interest rates to look f- well to look forward to for some people uh, certainly the banks are looking forward to it because mm-hmm. i mean if we have a look at the bank results i mean they were good and uh, when interest rates go up uh, you can bet your bottom dollar that uh, those ceos will be doing cartwheels down the corridor mm-hmm. yeah you know? because It means that they'll be making lots and lots
1: of money. Hmm, But Mr. Kuo, I'm just thinking aloud here. Interest rates, high interest rates only benefit banks when people can actually repay those loans. And we've seen that happening with SBB and all. But uh, granted that the circumstances are different, we have seen in the U.S. retail sales that the economy seems to be softening a bit. To what extent will that have an impact on people's ability to return those loans then?
2: Okay, you say softening a bit. I don't think it's softening enough as far as, um, as, far as the Fed is concerned. They mm. really want the economy to soften some more. And they also want more people, I hate to say this, yeah. but they, they want more people Laid to be off. unemployed. Yeah, ah, that's okay. right. Yeah, because only when you get unemployment rates rising do you actually sort of have um, fewer people demanding higher wages. And they know that if they have higher wages, then um, inflation is not going to come under control. So you're right. I mean, you're right to a certain extent. Um, uh, There there will be some bad debts as a result of uh, the higher interest rates, but those bad debts are manageable. And. Mm. Uh, people will try everything possible. If if you own a home, you will try everything possible in order to meet your mortgage repayments, because you know that if you don't, then that home could be uh, taken away from you, and nobody wants to be in that position. So what it will do is to create a, um, a slowing of the American economy. That's for sure. And as far as credit is concerned, there is still plenty of money around, but the banks will be very discerning about who they're going to be lending money to, because they don't really want their bad touch to start rising again. Hmm.
0: We're on the line right now with uh, David Quo, the co-founder of The Smart Investor. And last we check, he's still an avid Chelsea supporter. Yes?
2: Um, and why not? Oh, did you know that Chelsea is going to change his name from Chelsea FC, which stands for Chelsea Football Club, to Chelsea LA? Which,
0: which stands, stands for? for
2: Chelsea lose again, yeah.
0: All right. Uh, David Kuo, he loves uh, the blues. Um, <laughs> you guys you guys are talking about uh, bank results, uh, and we're expecting some reports from uh, Bank of America and Morgan Stanley. It is It is earnings season. Are uh, you expecting to see the positive momentum continue throughout this earnings season?
2: Oh, for sure, Elliot. Uh, and it's not just in America. I think any bank that is going to be reporting will be getting results coming out from uh, the Singapore banks as well. Uh, later on and uh, those results are also going to be good simply because when interest rates go up, the banks don't really have to do an awful lot in order to make money because the central banks have already done their work for them and so interest rates go up, it means that the net interest margin that is the difference between the interest that they pay savers and the interest that they charge borrowers, that will start to widen and that feeds into the net interest income which is the amount of money that these banks are going to make Ken Ken earlier on said, you know, what about the bad debts? Yes, you know, as long as the bad debts are manageable and the bad debts will probably increase as a result of higher interest rates, uh, but even in the case of, uh, uh the two big banks in America that, that we'll be reporting this week, I would expect to be, uh, those results to be pretty good areas.
1: Mm, and in the meantime, uh, Mr. Cole, the European Central Bank's policymaker, Ollie Rain, he told at CNBC that the ECB must carry on and act consistently with interest rate heights. Where do you think the central bank will take interest rates in May?
2: Well, uh, still a long way to go, TNJ. Uh, mm. if, we, if we have a look at the, uh, the direction of interest rates uh, from America and also the interest rate direction for the ECB, we could almost say that as far as the Fed is concerned, interest rates are probably reaching the peak now, Uh, not quite the peak, but almost plateauing Mm. uh, out for the rest of this year. The uh, ECB still has a lot of work to do. If you have a look at the inflation rate over in uh, Europe, it's running at about 6.9%. The interest rate, on the other hand, is only 3.5%. So we could probably sort of say that there is a long way to go before the, uh, the European uh, Central Bank can say that we are done with increasing interest rates. Because the one thing that terrifies the Europeans, in particular the Germans, is inflation. And they want inflation to come under control. So um, I'm not going to put a number on it, but I would say it's got to be a long way away from 3.5% before mm. we can say that interest rates have um, Peaked over in Europe.
1: Right, and uh, before we let you go, Mr. Ko, let's take a look at this corporate news. I'm tempted to ask whether you're using an Apple phone or a Samsung phone here, uh, because a New York Times report out yesterday said Microsoft's Bing may replace Google as the uh, default search engine on Samsung electronic devices. Now, to that end, Google did not comment on the company's negotiations with Samsung, but it said it is excited about bringing new AI-powered features to Search. So let's make a wild guess here. What is next in this AI race? Will Will Microsoft successfully make a comeback in the longer run, really? I, I think
2: so, yeah. But I worry about AI. I really do worry about AI. Because mm. at the moment, uh, a, a lot of the artificial intelligence, particularly through things like chat and some of the other um, uh, technologies that are out there, It's free, PNPF, right? Mm. Nobody's charging any money for it. At what point do they start to think, we've put all this money, we've put billions of dollars into artificial intelligence, Mm. when are we going to get payback? And we know that when it came to things like search engines, not the chatty GPT search engines, not the Mm. AI search engines, but the traditional ones, well, those companies managed to find a way in which they could monetize uh, my searches. So when I look for particular things uh, on either Google or Bing or any of the other search engines, they knew who I was. And then I had these ads following me around all day long, you know, (laughs) asking me, do I want to buy another toilet pump? And I I just go, no, I've already bought one, thanks very much. And I think I worry about AI because it's going to be even deeper than just traditional search engines. It's going to be deeper than something like just an ad popping up uh, next to when I look for things. And say, oh, you know, you look for a toilet pump the last time. Uh, Here are ten more toilet pumps that you can possibly buy. It's going to be worth that thing. And I do, and I do worry about AI. But the one thing I'm not worried about is um, whether AI will replace my job. Yeah, Mm. because nobody would be stupid enough to do what I do. (laughs)
1: Okay. And, uh, well, uh, so, Mr. Kuo, one very quick one before I let you go. And this is off the top of my head because uh, we've just talked about this in our 5 p.m. news, uh, which is Sega is offering to buy Angry Birds creator Rovio Entertainment. Any thoughts on that acquisition for about $1 Sing billion?
2: Yeah, I haven't played Angry Birds. uh, (laughs) Here's my confession, right? I haven't played Angry Birds for, what, nearly 20 years, I think, yeah? Is it, is it 20 years old? I mean, who wants to play Angry Birds anymore? But the point is, the point is um, maybe, you know, people enjoy those kind of games, but uh, uh, I didn't like Candy Crush. Uh, Angry Birds was kind of interesting. Wasn't that the one where you uh, slingshot a bird into uh, a tree or something? Elliot might know, because I know he likes um, uh, to play video games quite often, but as far as I'm concerned... Yeah, I I think people are looking for content and maybe they will revamp Angry Birds and come up with something like Happy Birds, yeah? That'd be nice, wouldn't it?
1: (laughs) All right, thanks very much, Mr. Kuo. That was David Kuo, co-founder of The Smart Investor. Thank you very much for joining us on a Monday evening.
0: Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.